none of this really matters episode 28 and uh we have no i mean we kind of do have a guest but we don't have a guest but for the first time we have menda on mic instead of rob on mic just just to have a a different a different uh vibe of the pod and um it's been weird how uh like sitting here and there's like no guests because it feels like we had nothing but guests for like the past four months but really it's been like two episodes right i'm just glad that it's just (laughs) us three and just us three it feels good it feels comfortable not Mm. a lot of people in the room and uh we're just chilling the fucking room isn't hot boxed (laughs) because those last two episodes the room was cloudy i was like damn right but um yeah this is gonna be a fun episode because we're is this is the Tim Burton mm-hmm. uh, episode and next week? Uh, next week is we're gonna, we're gonna go harder on the on the Halloween vibes, but we just start off with Tim Burton. The movie we're doing is Ed Wood, the uh, kind of the underappreciated Tim Burton because it's not like a movie within the same vein that he usually makes his other movies in because it's like a comedy. It's like a I guess it's a biopic. It is a biopic, but it's just funny. It's like the disaster artist. Like, it's not necessarily... It's about a director trying to make a movie, but he mm-hmm. fucking sucks. Because Ed Wood, I think he went by, like, Edward Wood Edward Wood, or some shit. Yeah, like his whole damn name. Edward Wood something... Or Edward something Wood Jr. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a long-ass name, and he would always introduce himself. But uh, I actually watched the movie he made, the Plan 9, or Planet 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I watched it, and that shit was just funny, too. Like, because <laughs> like, people say, like, oh, it's the worst movie ever made. Mm-hmm. But it's honestly what I watched, because it's on uh, the streaming service Mubi. Mm. And um, I watched it, and I, it was just, like, funny, because you can, like, it's old as fuck. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just see, like, he's just trying to make, like, this crazy movie, but it's just not good. And it's just, like... Because when I I've watched Ed Wood when I was little and I didn't know who Ed Wood I didn't know Ed Wood was a real person right. I didn't know I thought it was a fictional movie mm-hmm. like it was just about a director that fucking sucked at making movies <laughs> and he tried to make a movie but now revisiting it I was like oh now it's even funnier because it's about a real person mm-hmm. and it's about like all that it was just funny I was like this is the original disaster artist yeah because James Franco did the fucking Tommy Wiseau for The Room. I and The Disaster Artist is funny. I think He's, I've <laughs> seen, like, bits and pieces. I don't think I've actually sat and watched the whole thing. Not going to lie, this was rough. Watching also, this? Also because I was at work, too, so. Oh, you watched it? It was like. like how did you feel about it? Let's just, do you want to get right into it? Sure. Okay, go. Because <laughs> we're already <laughs> talking about it. Um, I think it was good for what it was. Like. The, the representation itself. of uh, pause. I forgot about that aspect of it. <laughs> Go use the other bathroom. <laughs> Whose problem is that? Go use the bathroom. What I tell you. It's got a bunch of toilet paper in there. (laughs) All right. For continuity, that's going to be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Are we on? Okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think for like what it was, yeah, it was good. Like it was supposed to be like the representation of like the ultimate B movie maker. You know, yeah. like all of his shit was like terrible. Mm-hmm. And then it just made. I think Tim Burton was able to like get those funny moments with Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. like his little side eye, and like when he was talking about like yeah. the sweater and stuff. I like, can see how it'd be hard to get through because it's like. I, I feel like, especially in the beginning, like the opening mm-hmm. scene. For, no, the credits were like 10,000 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah, because that, I, would, I, I wouldn't have noticed it, but I did watch the original, the or not the original, the Planet Nine movie. Mm-hmm. And that's the same credits as the, uh, Ed, or Ed Wood has the same credits mm-hmm. as the Planet Nine. And so, like, that's why it was long. Mm. And, like, the opening scene with, like, Bill Murray. Yeah. And, like, walks out the club. Like, it's such bad acting, like, on purpose. Mm -hmm. And also, I think fucking Bill Murray is the funniest person ever. Bill Murray was awesome. He was talking about getting his uh, sex change in Mexico. (laughs) That shit was fucking (laughs) hilarious. And, like, I don't know. Because I just watched uh, Rushmore with Bill Murray in it. And, uh... It's about this kid who's, like, he's, like, a bad kid, but, like, he's, like, really smart. And mm-hmm. he's, like, too mature for his age kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, 15 years old. And Bill Murray is, like, I forgot what it was. I think he's, like, he's just one of the parents of a, another student. And then uh, he was, like, yeah, I served in the Vietnam War. And the kid was asked Bill Murray, he's, like, were you in the shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then Bill Murray is, like, I was in the shit. <laughs> and Bill, like, I don't know, in, in the most Bill Murray delivery. Right. It's just fucking hilarious. He can't be anything else but Bill Murray. Yeah, like, he's just, I don't know, he's fucking hilarious. But, yeah, I feel like Johnny Depp, he he was, like, doing bad acting on purpose. Yeah. Like, the way he spoke. And, like, the way, like, yeah, the way he was talking, I'm like. It's very different. It was very weird. He's, like, a fucking. Like, Like he was, like, a puppet or something. Yeah. Because it was, like, when he was, like, talking to other producers or, or executives. Yeah. Like, he put on a voice to, like, especially after, um, I forgot who he met. Um, one of the guys where he was like, oh, you have to, like, put on a show mm-hmm. in order to, like, get people to, like, think. Yeah, oh, you got to wear the, the bow tie. Yeah. You got to wear, if you, as long as you wear a suit and you talk a certain way, people will listen to exactly. you. I think that's what he said. And he took that and, uh, like, ran He literally it. did it. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, bought his suit. Yeah. And he just, like, threw it. He put, a, like, on a fucking fake mustache and everything. Yeah. And that shit was funny. And the whole, uh, I forgot there were like the title the term they gave it but the they threw parties i'm pretty sure this was a real thing yeah but they threw parties to sell their movie yeah to like have executives come to like a bar mm-hmm. and they just go around talking like hey so i'm doing this movie like like that shit's <laughs> hilarious to me like and then like they shot 10 minutes of the movie and then threw another party because they need more right. money <laughs> And they're I like, was like, they're like, oh, this year's movie. And it was like, oh, no, next year's movie because they fucking kept running out of money. And they're like, you're going to shoot the movie again? They're like, no, we're not done with the movie. We need to finish it and we need money. But that shit was just hilarious to me. And they're ma- he's like making the actors pay for the right. movie. They're like, hey, we need $60,000. Mm-hmm. They're like, I gave you all my money. She's like, I gave you all my $300 that I had in the whole world. <laughs> And he, he was, was like, like, well, I need 60000 Yeah, he's like, um, they're on set. She's, like, laying down in Yeah, the she's acting, like, and the cameras are on and shit. And he's like, I need money. He's <laughs> like, why are you looking at me like that? He's like, because I need $60,000. <laughs> that shit. This movie is, like, so. And they just so, kick, he, the guy just kicks them all out. It's almost, like, 
the reason why it's so funny is it's it's so like cringy. Yeah. And, like it makes you like uncomfortable in the situations because he's trying so hard, but it's just like he's and like he's trying so hard just to make this bad movie. Right. And I'm just like, oh my god! Like this dude. At least he's like, and that's what I got from Disaster Artist. Like at least he's like trying to like make it, and he know he's almost um. What's the word? Like delusional. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm going to make the he's movie. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he like did it, but it's just, everyone's like, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> like when the producer, when they screened his movie oh, in like yeah. the little, the little home theater, he was like, oh, this must be one of the other guys, like practical jokes. Yeah. And then they just start laughing at his movie. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this is hilarious. And he was like serious. Like he's in like. He's a transvestite, so he's, like, in girl clothes, like, sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. And he's just, the guy's just crying, laughing, because he's like, this is hilarious. And it's supposed like, to be, like, this drama, yeah. like, serious movie. Is that how he's described in the movie as a transvestite? I mean, he is. I don't think you can say that. Is that PC? Transgender, yeah. transgender. Oh, he's trans. Yeah, you can't okay. Well. I know tranny is not okay. <laughs> I say that because they literally say that in the movie like okay, that's fifty what I was times. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I think they yes, say transvestite. They said it in the movie. movie, then it's fine. No, he literally is on the phone like, "We need all the trannies you can <laughs> yeah, find." Yeah, he was like, "We need." All- okay. <laughs> and they had a room full of just guys. Yeah, yeah it was just guys trans dressed guys, up as yeah. girls. And that's queens or they trans? No, trans. Okay. They were like, yeah, he, they were like all types. Everybody's accepted. He was like, "I need it to be real." Yeah. <laughs> And that that the whole I don't know Johnny Depp. He's like I, even you exotic ones, and it was a guy with a beard. <laughs> and just the way like Johnny Depp, it's just super different from any other movie yeah. he's made. Like the way he acts, it's just like you can tell he's really just someone else. Mm-hmm. Which probably great acting by Johnny Depp, but but yeah, this movie it's it was really fun watching it because it's like the way the producers were. They're like we're not we're not here to make. Uh, directors make their dream project. We need shit that's gonna. We need. Yeah, that's gonna. It's sell. gonna be shot in four days, mm-hmm. which is crazy. <laughs> We're like, we need. You have four days where it's gonna be out in in like nine weeks. Yeah, and it's gonna sell. That I think that was a good like insight to like. A, I used to say like the the filmmaking world. Yeah, you know? end, it was like I have industry. this poster. You have this yeah. many days. I need this many. You know stacks of reels or whatever yeah that was pretty crazy to and me to that's see that. it that's the movie you need to make to be like oh yeah we have a poster already mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it's gonna be called this it's gotta be about this you have five days to shoot it's mm-hmm. gonna release they already have a release date. yeah they're already have, like promoting it in like alabama and like yeah and they're Mississippi. like they're like that's not gonna show in in la mm-hmm. that's only gonna be in florida alabama kentucky like mm-hmm. i was like dang that's fucking and they already have the shit planned out they and then he comes back with the script and it's a completely different right like script and he made it all dramatic and shit i was like damn like this and he shit like it ends up starring in it because it's about him Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah, he made it like about his wife and yeah. shit, and he had like recast people or like he mm-hmm. replaced his wife as like one of the leading roles and shit. Yeah. But yeah, that movie is pretty fucking funny, and I loved everyone in it. Oh, and the whole the meta commentary from Sarah Jessica Parker when they were reading the did you remember that they were reading the uh, the reviews on the movie oh, in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, does my horse really look like, or does my face look, really look like a horse? Yeah. And I was like, that's what everybody makes fun of her for. Right. I was like, that's a that super was, like. That, I literally was like trying not to laugh because that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like because south park made a big deal about Mm -hmm. that and then um when the guy when because it's in black and white so when the guy like holds up the dress and he was like uh johnny depp was like which one do you think she should wear the green one or the Mm -hmm. or the red one he was like i don't know i'm colorblind he's like i like the dark gray one Because it's in black and white, so on the screen yeah. it just looks like one gray and yeah, then a darker so to gray. To us, it just looks like two dresses. But when he said that, he was like, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm, I'm colorblind. Like, what do you I mean? can't see <laughs> But, yeah, this movie. That is pretty meta. So he was like, I like the darker gray one. And then Bill Murray. Who else is in this movie? Uh, Patricia Arquette. Is that her name? Mm. Yeah, Patricia Arquette. She was Kathy O'Hara. And then we said Sarah Jessica Parker, um, Bill Murray, of course. Yeah. Uh, Lisa like was... Marie was Vampira. Oh yeah. And then. Um, oh, and they had a uh, the guy play what's his name? Not not the actual actor, but he played the old Dracula. Um. What was his name? Uh, Bella Lugosi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where he played, I thought that shit was the funniest was to funny. me. Where they're like, we well, should have got Boris Karloff. That <laughs> shit was, and they kept on repeating it, repeating it. He was like, Boris Karloff played fucking Frankenstein. That takes no talent. Right. And he was like, I fucking played Dracula. He's like, what do you do? Just grunt and walk around? <laughs> and he was like, playing Dracula takes emotion. It takes courage. <laughs> and, he, and then you just hear all the people, on the crew members, they're like, we should have got Boris Karloff. <laughs> Oh, when he goes on the on the the TV show, mm-hmm. and he like forgets all his lines. And they were like, oh yeah, he starts doing the Dracula yeah. script, <laughs> and because he gets like Alzheimer's or some shit. Yeah, right? I don't or know. Dementia. He, I think because he was on drugs. Oh yeah, he was all pilled out because he was mm-hmm. old as fuck. Yeah, and they're like, oh, and everyone was like, I thought he was dead. <laughs> that shit was. I don't know every like little. When he was things. oh when he was making his phone, uh, Johnny Depp was making his phone calls, and he was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's Bella, and he was like. He's like, yeah, he's, we got oh, Bella yeah, Lugosi. Yeah, no, he's alive. We got Bella Lugosi. And like, yep, still alive. <laughs> we got him. But that shit was just hilarious to me because, I don't know, just the little, it takes like, a, I guess it's like a certain type of sense of humor. I think it was it was good because it was, it's more of the, not such a serious take on who Ed Wood was, you yeah. know? So it was like I, nobody wants to sit around and be like, "Oh yeah, this guy made this." Like it's blah, a blah, documentary blah. Yeah. or some shit. Like no, like at least it was like a fun take on him because mm-hmm. it was such like an outlandish character, like yeah. who he was in general. Yeah, like there's no way you could be serious about it. Mm-hmm. Like he had to make a B movie about a guy about who a B made movie, yeah. yeah, because the whole shit about when Ed Wood or Johnny Depp playing Ed Wood, when he was like. Um, my dad or my mom used to dress me up in woman's clothing when I was yeah, a little boy. Yeah, and like, oh, it makes me comfortable and shit mm-hmm. like that. I was like, damn, like, I guess with like no internet, if you do that, like, you got to be like fucked up, like kind of right. traumatized a bit. Like right. you do as a little kid, he was like, "Are you a weirdo?" He's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah," he's like, "You a fruit?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "So you're not a fruit?" Okay. <laughs> He's talking to yeah. He was, he was like selling the script to the producer, and and he was like, yeah, I dressed up in women's clothing. It makes me feel comfortable. He's like, you're a fruit. He's like, no, I have a girlfriend, and I love women. He was like, so you're not a fruit. <laughs> and that's oh my god, I was like dying laughing like half of this movie, mm. but I, I it was good to like revisit it. 
because I didn't remember it being this funny. I just remember it being. I, yeah, I think because like now you can like understand like the little nuances mm-hmm. of like, you know, and like like kind of like uh, what's like context the mm-hmm. context of everything and and uh, especially me seeing <laughs> the disaster artist. When Elvira was like, yeah, and a whole bunch of other people that I don't know. <laughs> she was she like reading off, off all yeah. the, all she was the reading cast off members. All the, all the other cast members that were on the film with her. And she's only there because she has big ass boobs. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And she was like, yeah, this person, this person, this person, and a whole bunch of other people I don't know. <laughs> and she's of, like talking to the screen. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know, just funny. the whole. I don't know, it was very meta because, like, obviously if you make a movie about making movies, it can mm-hmm. get very meta very easily. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, connect the dots, mm-hmm. like, super easily. But, like, they did it in, like, a super funny way. Yeah. I and think especially that's what, with the that's actors. That's what made it, like, watchable, mm-hmm. like, essentially. And I think that's the same thing with the disaster artists. It's, like, it's James Franco and Seth Rogen and right. Dave Franco. Like, they're all just, like... They're just funny people in yeah. general. And, so. and like I, I think we were watching like the beginning of the Disaster Artist like a, a month or two ago. Yeah. And I just remember saying like, especially with this has nothing to do with Ed Wood, but like with Dave Franco and James Franco and the mm-hmm. Disaster Artist, like I think every scene they had together, I loved it because it's like you can tell that like they practice with each other all the time, and like I guess chemistry is what it is. But like, yeah, you can just tell that they, you can like see it in their eyes, kind of thing, like. Of when they're looking at each other, talking to each other, right. like they don't give a fuck. Like they're just no. acting, acting, right. acting, and there's no, they're not focused. They on have, and they else. have a different type of connection because they are brothers. So it's like yeah. shit is funny. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, shit's just funnier when you just have that type of yeah, and they're comfortable. I think yeah. that's what it is. They're like ultra comfortable, mm-hmm. and like I forgot who else it was, but there's a lot of people where it's like you see. Uh, there's that one comedy special I think I told Rob about the Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Uh, improv comedy special on netflix mm. it's the it has the uh is it robbie from parks and rec the entertainment oh yeah yeah 360 yeah, yeah. Or, oh uh you talking about uh john raphael john yeah raphael, raphael. Mm-hmm. that yeah yeah yeah. uh him i think his name is middle ditch or he's either middle ditch or swartz he's probably swartz but uh they they have a uh, Ben Schwartz that's his name, mm-hmm. but they have a, a Netflix special out, and uh, I remember watching it and just seeing like the art of improv mm-hmm. is so crazy to me, especially when it's hilarious like right. this special, but like them doing it together, it must have been because I was high, but like <laughs> I was watching them improv, <laughs> but uh, this is a completely different area like a, a different art mm-hmm. for improv, but like for me i could see like them bouncing out of pocket and like seeing where they're going and mm-hmm. like the, it's always like the yes and like i think right. that's like the number one rule for improv like they're just kind of like keep going and going how far can we take this kind of thing and make it be like fucking crazy mm-hmm. and hilarious and like they made four episodes for their uh or three for their special and it is hilarious it's the funniest shit on netflix to me this dude was the guy from uh Zombieland 2, of course I watched Oh, that. he's in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He's one of the stockbrokers from, like, the... Yes, he is. He, he is. was like, if you sell... Oh, no, that was Spike Jones. <laughs> yeah. Spike Jones is in Wolf of Wall Street, too. Shout out to Spike Jones. But, yeah, um, we started off with Ed Wood. That was pretty 
interesting because usually I do the what I watched, mm-hmm. um, fucking news, and then but I do have news. This is what I wanted to get to in the beginning. Where I have exciting news for uh, Rob that I think you would love, or both of you guys would be super interested in. <laughs> no, it has to do with the new Nolan film about Oppenheimer. It's all mm-hmm. confirmed. It's going to be called Oppenheimer. Killian Murphy confirmed. Um, and a couple more things that I didn't know about that we didn't know about were just confirmed earlier or last week that for the original music soundtrack, the score, Ludwig Gorenson oh my is coming back with Nolan again for the Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer uh, biopic. How do you score that? And <laughs> they're, they're gonna they're gonna take the Hans Zimmer. Yeah. They're just they're just gonna rip that. I just wonder what it's gonna be exciting. And uh, uh, the same uh, director of photography, the same cinematographer that he's always had the Interstellar one, mm-hmm. the Tenant one, all the the basically what makes his movie look like their movies. Right. But um, Interstellar is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dunkirk. I love Dunkirk so I much. I seen it. I see it. Dude, it is. It's a fucking really good movie. Because I went into it, I was just like, oh, World War One. I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, World War. Yeah, World <laughs> War One. Like, that's not one of my favorite wars to, like, kind of watch movies about. Uh-huh. I'm more of, like, a Vietnam War. Yeah. Like, I'm like a World War Two. I like for World, sure. World War Two is solid. If you give World War One a chance, I only looked into it because when we used to play Battlefield. Battlefield, yeah. So you realize like how that shit went down. That was some. It's real, super like, like dark. It's some yeah. like a, some assassination shit went down, mm-hmm. and then it was just like it just kept going like boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, and then you're in World War, the first World War ever, and mm-hmm. it's like okay, that kind of because World yeah. War Two still kind of like. That was straight, like, cowboy. It's kind of, it literally is a part two. Like, you know. It's still, like, it's just leftover from World War One. Yeah. So Mm. if you really find out about, like, Germany, it's like, y'all niggas was bugging way before (laughs) the Nazi shit. That's why y'all was at where y'all was at, because you was tripping, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all was assassinating Hitler people. gave them the opportunity to come back and was like, we got this shit. All you got to do is just kill all of these people. Mm Mm-hmm. He was like Thanos. Kill everybody. Yeah, he was literally Thanos. But um, yeah, World War Two. I'm excited for fucking o- the Oppenheimer. I just wonder how he's gonna go about it, like with Nolan. Like you know how he always has to do with time. Like mm-hmm. I wonder how he's like, gonna connect it and how it's gonna really play out as a movie. But that's gonna be exciting. Like I'm. F- the, the cover art is beautiful. I love it. I'm dude. It's gonna be fucking. I can't wait. Uh, oh, by and there's a release date. I forgot to say. Which we're both going to be sad about it. 2023. Oh my God. Why would you even Jesus. tell me? Jesus. I hate when they do that. It's like, oh yeah, they're going to make a fucking uh, movie about God and it's coming out 2029, dude. Like, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> let, wait until 2028, maybe. Like, right. oh yeah, that. Look at that art right there. Yeah. I bet you they're going to do, they're going to connect the Hindu. Uh, scriptures in it. There's, like, there's going to be some kind of spiritual connection. Yeah. I hope they do because that's the only right thing to do because that's kind of what Oppenheimer was like known for was that speech. The little speech he gave after it exploded. Reviews. This movie should be he directed by Michael Bay. 
It's like y'all really started that shit already. Already. Dude. The fucking. I mean, they were bound to come. Yeah. Nolan set us up. It's the bomb. Like. Uh. The whole Michael Bay. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, up and oh yeah, I forgot the exact an original one. The exact uh release date, but they're gonna make uh I know it's twenty twenty three. July twenty twenty three. Damn. So July twenty first. Was that a year and a half from now? Twenty twenty three, am I tripping? Yeah, that's a year and a half. But um, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's all. That's what I really want to say. But w- since you brought up wars, that reminded me the other day, um, we were in the ca- I was in the car with uh, my parents, and then they were like, or I think like a Jimi Hendrix song came on, mm-hmm. and then I I looked in like the rearview mirror because I was in the back seat, and then my dad was driving, and then I looked in the rearview mirror, and my dad looked in the rearview mirror, <laughs> <laughs> and we looked because it was a Jimi Hendrix song. Like uh-huh. it, I forgot, I think it was like Along the Watchtower or some shit, like one of his popular songs. And then fucking dad was joking around with mom and was like, um, he's like, this is Nate's fucking song. And then <laughs> mom started laughing. And then um, uh, they were both like, I think Nate was in the, served at the Vietnam War in a past life. <laughs> and then they both started dying. I was like, low key, maybe. Because I fuck with like anything like late 60s, early 70s. And then, because uh, like me and dad, we watched Apocalypse Now mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. Or three weeks ago. And I was like, this movie <laughs> is fucking sick. Like, there's like that movie is literally one of the greatest movies ever made. But, like, I, like when Dad said that, I was like, damn, I do, like, fuck with Vietnam, like, a lot. A little too much. Like, the like, movies, the, the music. Yeah. Like, there's, there is a connection to it. But, like, I never thought about, like, a past life type mm-hmm. shit. But, like, maybe. Now that it's I put it possible. out there, like, because I fuck with it. Because, like, I always thought, like, they should make a movie about a Vietnam, like, soldier gets kidnapped and then they make him do LSD and then they send him out into the jungle with, like, a buddy that's, like, Mm -hmm. trip-sitting. I don't know. Some shit like that. Because I always fucked with, like, the psychedelic part of Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there was this one doctor that did experiments where he gave the soldiers, like, ten soldiers this drug, ten soldiers this drug. Mm -hmm. Oh, a lot of people came back with with all kinds of drug addiction that is they're still on the yeah. streets because they're fucked up yeah and then from war and, then, and from drugs. and then there's no one's doing shit about it no <laughs> so no but um they're like don't talk to them yeah just a, Here's ho- a tent. just hope they don't run after you right and just fucking run away carry a knife if all <laughs> the homeless people like banded together like <laughs> that would be wild like they're, they're like we no should just hope. start an army yeah. like when you see yeah. them like all in one park you're like oh shit it's happening <laughs> but um yeah with the vietnam i think the closest thing like went to the psychedelic aspect of vietnam war was either apocalypse now or the five bloods that uh mm-hmm. spike lee just did but like i don't know if there's anything about vietnam war like it gets i love how dark it can get like full metal jacket mm-hmm. and how and, uh, this isn't vietnam but like jarhead the way they went about war it's like there was no shooting and it's a war movie i was like that's so genius the way jarhead did everything and i don't know just war movies are super cool but they can easily be terrible like people can, you can fuck up a war movie so easily, and it's been fucked up so many times. Right. But movies like Dunkirk, movies like 1917, uh, Apocalypse Now, Full, mm-hmm. Full Metal Jacket, those war movies are like 
I don't know. They're really hard to pull off, and I think that's why they're so appreciated when they do come out is because it's like, damn, you did it. Like, you fucking did what nobody else could do kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, that's – I forgot how I got there. But, anyways, what have I watched this week on Letterboxd that I logged? I remember to, Earlier today I was watching uh, Casino Royale. And oh yeah, you said you were gonna watch all the, uh, oh, all the James, all, all the, the Daniel James Craig, yeah. Daniel Craig James Bond movies because he, he in my opinion is the best James Bond. I think we were talking about it a little bit last week with my brother, um, about like our favorite Bonds and, mm-hmm. and everything, and uh, but Daniel Craig he's so fucking good and he's so cool, and he is not like too sexy, because <laughs> like. And he's not too old or too young. He's yeah. like... Yeah. He's like just... Per- he was well, the he's per- vetted, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, last night I watched The Green Knight. Oh, fuck. That didn't really rhyme, but... How'd you see that? I bought it on Apple TV. Oh, okay. And, uh, fuck, it's so good. This my... Like, I said it in the review, but it's my third time seeing it. I saw it twice in theaters. And I... This is my first time seeing it, like, streaming. Mm-hmm. And... It is still that good because I was like, I need to take a break from it, uh, wait for some time, let it age, yeah, and then it's like a month, <laughs> yeah, let me revisit and see how it goes because I think it came out July thirtieth mm-hmm. and now it's October, so that's like two and a half months maybe. However, fuck my math, but um, I revisited it and oh my, it still holds up. I hope it's like acknowledged by some award show maybe not the oscars i hope the oscars on one award at least like editing Mm -hmm. or cinematography or the screenplay because it is fucking it is insane how well done it is and it's it's cool because david lowry the director of the green knight edited the movie and wrote the or he didn't really write the movie because it's it's a fucking what do you call it like king arthur fucking story so it's not like his story but he wrote it you know but um the editing by david lowry he did the title cards i believe Mm -hmm. and like a lot of people for me the first time i saw it the title cards were super hard to read because it's all like the old english fonts and like different variations of it but like it just looks so cool and i always have a since i'm you know i do graphic design Mm -hmm. I have a, such a fondness for certain title cards and title shots because I hate it when movies... Some movies don't even fucking don't do try. a title yeah. shot. And then other movies, when they do, it just says it. Like, mm-hmm. like person who does really good title shots is Tarantino. He has the best. And then any 80s movie and 70s movie have amazing fucking, fucking mm-hmm. title shots where it, like, covers the whole screen. Yeah. And sci-fi like, stuff is mm-hmm. pretty cool. And, like, I think the last, like, cool one, like, of, like, newest movies besides, like, The Green Knight, like, what I can remember is uh, fucking, I just had it in my head. Um, I fucking forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Uncut Gems. Oh, had a, had yeah. a pretty cool one that where it went good. into the gem and, and everything. That was good. And, uh, I just had another one in my head. Uncut Gems was the one I was thinking about, but that's another one. Good Time. Mm-hmm. because Well, Good Time has a good a title shot because it's from... A di- oh, Joker was the one I was going to say. 
Joker's title shot where it's like literally the entire screen. I think it's mm. bigger than like the frame. Like I think it cuts out some of the uh, letters if you look up the Joker title shot. Um, but yeah, the good time. The pre- I forgot his name, but like good time title shot. It was the same done by the same artist that did all uh, Gaspar Noé, a French movie director. Mm-hmm. He did all, like, uh, Climax. Me and Angela talked about Climax. Mm-hmm. Um, Enter the Void, fucking Irreversible. All the, all his French movies are done, all those title shots are done by him. Yeah, that, the top left. That It's literally the fucking entire screen yeah. when he's laying down in the alley. That whole fucking... Which Joker, I remember seeing it, and I'm like, this is just... Like, it's literally two Scorsese movies combined, <laughs> and they made it Joker. Like, it's a mix of Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, and they made it the Joker. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the same plot, but it's, like, the vibe of Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the character of Taxi Driver. But I, I need to re- – I've been wanting to rewatch Taxi Driver – but I'm so afraid to because I'm just going to dive deep into all of Scorsese, which I almost <laughs> did because I rewatched The Departed. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's a commitment. M- <laughs> my mind was blown because that movie never gets old. Like, that is literally one of my favorite movies. Fucking that's top 10 all the time. Like, I fucking love The Departed. And then I stopped myself because I know we're doing Tim Burton and I know mm-hmm. the way we do the podcast, we do it by director. I was about to fucking dive into Martin Scorsese. <laughs> like, not yet. And I was like, no, nah, because Rob, I'm going to be talking about it, and Rob's just going to be silent the whole time. Right. But I was, like, diving into fucking um, his new, like, one of his newer movies, uh, Silence, that I know I was watching it, and I was like, Rob, like, every time I see a really good movie, I'm like, Rob would fucking hate this movie. <laughs> And I was, and I like, especially Silence. Like, for the people listening who have seen Silence by Martin Scorsese, you, like, ro- that's, like, anti-Rob. It's almost like Martin Scorsese made it to be like, fuck <laughs> you, Rob. Like, it's, Rob would definitely fall asleep. <laughs> maybe ten minutes in. He'd be like, yo, let's put on something else. Like, kind of thing. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, no. He would be like. Because what's, are you got it up right here? Yeah. What's the uh, description say? Let me see. So two, what is it, Jesuit? Jesuit. Jesuit. Never even heard of that word before. Two Jesuit priests travel to the 17th century Japan, which has, <laughs> that done. already sounds boring He's to you. done. He's <laughs> done. <laughs> I just watched the Exorcist beginning yesterday. I was like, this movie is awful. <laughs> you know I don't say that often, but that shit was terrible. What was the other movie that we've read with the subtitles on it? Not read, watched. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the read. What is it? The eighth day. The eighth day. Is it good? Yeah, it was yeah. good. No Koreans really just <laughs> knocking it out the park. Dude, they make crazy no good movies. Dude. Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah, I, Could hope, you? I hope somebody <laughs> heard that. That was so good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. But, <laughs> oh my God. All right. If you didn't hear that, that's just going to be between yeah. us three. Yeah. Like, that was so good. Oh but, gosh. um, but yeah, Silence really good. Departed really good. I was about to watch fucking, oh, I watch, also watched Mean Streets, one of his, mm-hmm. I call it his first movie because 
the big uh, not big bertha uh <laughs> boxcar bertha that's the name of the movie <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Big Bertha, but I know that's not the title of the movie. <laughs> Boxcar Bertha. That's his first like that feature would be film. Hilarious. But uh, Mean Streets is what I watched. That's going to be your remake. One of the first. <laughs> 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 Big Bertha. The fucking. Yeah, I watched Mean Streets. That's a fucking. Like, I have something. I don't know if I told you guys, but like I've committed to what I wanted to do for the first uh, movie. I talked to Titi about it. I don't think I talked to you guys, but like this movie, mm-hmm. direct inspiration to what my first short film is going to be, because it's going to be about like two guys and one they don't get along, but they have mm-hmm. to do a job together. Like it's it's great, but anyways, not going to talk about it because I hate talking about things that are not in motion. Mm-hmm. But um, Mean Streets, great movie. But I, I Taxi Driver, I've been avoiding. Raging Bull, I'm avoiding. Mm-hmm. Casino, I'm avoiding. Irishman, I'm av- like because I know I'm just gonna like You're gonna go all the way. Fuck Tim yeah. Burton, because yeah. <laughs> I remember me the first time I saw Taxi Driver, I was in like fifth or sixth grade. I was like, mm-hmm. it was, I was young, and I remember watching it, and that's kind of the the genesis of my fucking me becoming a film snob, because I remember seeing Taxi Driver in middle school, and like at the time everybody loved The Hunger Games. And I remember seeing Taxi Driver and then like people are talking about the Hunger Games and I'm like, it's no Taxi Driver. (laughs) Like just like doing unfair comparisons to like every movie. And I'm just like, yeah, Taxi Driver is like greatest movie of all time, which it is. But like, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, (laughs) anyway, Rob's a fucking Hunger Games uh, devotee. But anyways, oh uh, yeah, Taxi Driver literally is the it it like I know I say like oh my favorite film my favorite film of all time is Good Time, mm-hmm. but I will say the best movie of all time is Taxi Driver. Like there's no getting better than that. No one will ever top that. No one will ever make a movie like that. No one can ever direct like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it could be made now. Type of definitely not type of movie. You know because. Because it, it's just it holds its own like it's it's so it's a perfect movie. I don't know. I this isn't the taxi driver episode, <laughs> so no. I'm not going to I'm not going to go too far deep. But I am I do want to do the Martin Scorsese episodes, which who knows when that will be I'm trying to time that perfectly, you know. So what was your. um not drive but your interest with tim burton tim burton like to start um definitely all the uh claymated like uh aesthetic yeah like with uh frank and weenie Mm -hmm. and all the um, corpse bride shit yeah and like all that shit is so cool like it just looks cool and uh, like the way he does all of his makeup is very uh distinctive yeah like with I mean, any shit. Like, it's any, very dark. Any very... of the shit with uh, Johnny Depp, like the Sleepy Hollow yeah. shit, the fucking. What else did he make? Edward Scissorhands. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd, yeah. Uh, what else did he do? Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. I've never seen that. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And uh, what's that one? Uh, dark Shadows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. i never seen that either. But, um, yeah, it, like that dark, like, grimy. Mm-hmm. 
like I don't know, like I love the look of the aesthetic of Tim Burton. Like yeah. it's such his own. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why watching Planet of the Apes or watching uh Batman, like it's so yeah. out of his realm, but he made it his mm-hmm. realm. You know what I mean? And right. that's why I loved Planet of the, his Planet of the Apes so much is because like that's what a remake yeah. is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be the same movie back to back. It's supposed to be I'm making this movie, but this is how I would make it if right. I made it. As if the other one didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like this would be my Planet of the Apes. And right. like people get the wrong idea about remakes and shit. But it's like you need the point of a remake is like I'm gonna do this movie, but I believe I could make it my mm-hmm. movie instead of like, like what do you like milking the uh, the original? Yeah, or like, like leeching what, what off the he would have wanted to see or what he would have felt from a certain character. I think that's why like his creation of worlds, yeah, is so like specific to him because his mm-hmm. eye and that's in every movie that he has it, it looks very similar. Yeah, and like know? with Charlie and the Track, fuck. Charlie and the yeah. Ch- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's v- his own. Like mm-hmm. when you look at the original and you look at his, it's very like. Yeah. He was like this. <laughs> yeah, he was like this dude is fucking weird. All yeah, right. he was like that's my actor. Mm-hmm. Like that. This is gonna he was be like, this is my fucking guy. Like he, Every movie that they've done together is great. He could mm-hmm. definitely write for him like a fucking for sure. Sleepy Hollow. I haven't seen that one, or Alice in Wonderland, or. I did not. I remember watching Sweeney and Todd because we rented it from mm-hmm. Blockbuster one time. Fucking hated it. I was like, like I did what not is like this? Because like, I think there was they they sing and stuff in there mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Sweeney Todd's Because I don't fuck with it. Like it's just not <laughs> not my thing, dude. What is it like a killer barber or something like that? Yeah. He's a serial killer. I think it's based off of an actual person. Great mm-hmm. idea, yeah. but not a musical. Sweeney Todd was a real person. Should not be a musical. But who knows? Maybe I'll rewatch it and love it. Who knows? But Mars Attacks, never seen that. That's a good movie. Um, oh, fucking the, obvi- movie. the obvious Beetlejuice, I feel like we haven't talked about. Yeah. That's like iconic characters, iconic everything. Every year. <laughs> That's on repeat. Yeah. Every year. Because it's like a, like you said, it's an iconic like Halloween movie. Yeah. Like when know? you say like spooky vibes. You th- right. Beetlejuice is like top five mm-hmm. for everybody. I feel which like. I mean, it was a good movie too. Mm-hmm. And and Edward Scissorhands. I feel like when I think of spooky season, I do think of Tim Burton. Like mm-hmm. when people get in the Halloween like mm-hmm. spirit. Yeah, it's like, like all of his movies could be essentially a Halloween movie. a Halloween movie. Yeah, and like Frank and Weenie. I watched and like all those like animated movies from that time, mm-hmm. like Monster House and mm-hmm. Zoe loves that movie. Monster House that used to scare the shit out of me too. She would be, she is still scared because that fucking old man scares the shit out of right. me. I was like, I can't watch it. <laughs> like I gotta watch up to where he comes out of the house and then that's it. But that old man is scary as fuck. Yeah, well. she'd be like, can we watch it? Because you could watch it. Like we would watch it like in the car. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, can we watch it? I know. <laughs> and but his Batman's, I love Batman. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. That's one. Of, that's probably. I mean, on the right day, that's my favorite Joker, because obviously Heath Ledger mm-hmm. is Heath Ledger. Like that is one of the best performances ever. Is Heath Ledger mm-hmm. as Joker? Also, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito like as that Penguin. Was made for him, you know. That's yeah. That's like perfect. I feel like if they were to make a Penguin movie now. 
you gotta be you, Danny it DeVito. It has to be Danny DeVito. Because the, the, the new Batman... <laughs> the new Batman that they're made, the Robert Pattinson one, I think it's gonna be called The Batman, I believe. Mm. But um, the, there's gonna be fucking the Riddler and the Penguin are gonna be the two villains. Mm. I forgot who's playing the Riddler, but fucking it's not frank grillo it's the other guy that looks the guy from the total recall remake oh uh god damn it you know what i mean yeah. he's so forgettable <laughs> total recall <laughs> remake joel, johnny depp too <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh it might be joel something no his name is owen owen wilson clive no it's not clive owen colin farrell colin, colin farrell. farrell colin farrell is gonna be the penguin yeah Paul Dano is going to be Paul the, Dano is going to be Riddler. Great fucking actor. From There Will Be Blood, remember? Mm-hmm. He was a fucking I hated him in <laughs> There Will Be Blood, dude. Like he made his character made me so mad just cuz of like how cowardly he is. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I don't know. There Will Be Blood is another movie that's like there's no getting better than that. You know what I mean? One of the greatest movies of all time is There Will Be Blood. And Zoe Kravitz is going to be in there too. Zoe Catwoman? Mm. Interesting. I, maybe, maybe. I hope so. And then, for, but yeah, uh, Tim Burton doing Batman is fucking perfect. I feel like, like that's a perfect match. Like, if you want a stylized Batman movie, mm-hmm. you Tim Burton will step up to the plate for sure. But uh, I remember, wait, Prince did the soundtrack for the Batman, right? The that one. That one. The first one. Which one did Seal do the song to? That one, right? No, that was Batman Forever. <coughs> Batman Forever, where Seal did the... There used to be a great time me. You became That one. Yeah. Fucking Seal. Forever. That song? Oh, my God. Can we talk? Is this the Seal episode? Right. <laughs> Goddamn Seal. Kiss from a Rose? <laughs> that I remember I was obsessed with that song mm. for a little minute. My after, mother bought me the cassette tape and I only listened to it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know any other song. I was like, rock music, skip, skip, fast Oh forward, my gosh. Forward, da, 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 that's all I wanted to see. 1994. Damn. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And then it, it always hits me with Always Sunny. Always Sunny. The Always Sunny episode. Oh, my god! Where he's like, I got you some jean shorts. <laughs> and he just does this salute and it's just playing. That and they come with the, D comes with the rose. Like, oh, yeah. She, I'm dressed hell? as a rose and I have a rose and I'm playing Kiss from a Rose by oh Seal. Oh, my gosh. Fuck it. Always. <laughs> Mena just looked up Seal and it's just a whole bunch of Seals and you see one picture of the singer Seal. <laughs> That's just hilarious. <laughs> but um, oh my gosh. what else did I watch? Can you go to my list? I don't feel like bringing up my phone. Um, I know I watched some foreign movies that I also held back on. Oh, I watched the fucking Dave Chappelle special. That was great. That's a whole nother pod, I feel like, because there's so much that can go into that. I also, Damn, this is how long it's been since I talked about the shit I watched. I watched The Guilty, the remake, the Jake Gyllenhaal remake. Um, it was okay. It was cool. It was, it was 
I only say it's cool because it's literally, literally a remake, like shot for shot, line for line, just remake. The only twist on it, because the original was Danish, I want to say, but uh, this one was set in L.A., and they made it, they connected the, the fires, the... You know, like the California fires that always happen all the time? All the time. They made that, like, in the background. Like, that was on the news, like, on the teleprompters in the background. And they just made that, like, a part of it, which was kind of useless. Like, it wasn't any part of the film. It was right. just there. And I was just like, you're just trying to make it, like, yours, like, an L.A. movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's cool, but it's, like, it's still the same exact movie. Like, you're just stealing, quote-unquote, stealing the movie. But Jake Gyllenhaal... I'm glad he did it. I'm glad it wasn't any other actor because I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I also watched uh, Titan in fucking theaters. Fucking Rob, if you want to watch a cra- Titan, Titan, it's French. And uh, I like French people. If you want to watch a fucked up, it, if you even read that log line right there, not what the movie's about, dude. Swear to God, like right. It doesn't even, it's talking about a dude. Following a series of unexplained crimes, a former firefighter is reunited with his son who has been missing for 10 years. That's like a subplot of the movie. Right, I was like, this doesn't even But like, but the thing is, you can't, I can't explain what this movie's about. Because you just, it's not a story, it's literally when you're watching it, it's an experience. Like, you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? That's how I was walking out of the movie, movie theaters. I was like, Oh my god, that, and yeah, it does it definitely deserves five stars? Like, insane. I also watched that documentary on Netflix. That was so much fucking. What documentary. The Untold Crimes and Penalties. Oh, the one with the dude, the hockey player dude. Yeah, that that's a great documentary. Like, just the, like they made it like a fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Like, it was just so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh my god, like he did all this. Like, right. it's crazy. Because you hear about it, and it's like y'all keep talking about him with like reverence. Mm-hmm. It's like also they must not have painted the 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 music and the scoring must not have been like dun dun dun. Yeah, like making it all. Like they made it like crazy. high stakes, like high roller, like Wolf of Wall Street. Like that's the only thing I can compare it to. It was mm-hmm. watching the documentary is like watching the Wolf of Wall Street, or like it's just so much fun. A seventeen-year-old owner like that is just and his dad's a fucking mob boss and it was it's it should be a movie i feel like they martin scorsese should make a movie out of that i hope that's happening uh i watched the samurai and i watched uh the hats that's what los duolos means in french is the hat or the hats great those are two great movies or no i wasn't too much on the hats but the samurai fucking sick ass movie they made it to where it's like this assassin this hitman guy lives like a mo- in a modern day samurai lifestyle and they made it like to where he's just like a lone wolf basically and he lives by his own code he lives by himself and like he just every single thing he does is with precision mm-hmm. like i don't even know like you just like gotta watch like it's a great movie like if you're in the mood to watch like an art house like a good ass movie that also has like drama and like some cool action scenes and chasing scenes like it's fucking sick and uh the 400 blows like i watched it for the first time and that's literally one of the greatest movies i've ever seen 
and it's like it's about this little kid who's like basically a free spirit you know what i mean like he like does bad shit but really he's just like doing his own thing like mm-hmm. he's just being himself basically but like with school basically like being in a system basically is like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People, it's seen as like a bad thing but like i don't know like he's like ditching school to go to the movie theaters and like he's kind of like trying to cheat off tests and shit and he's kind of like fucking around with his friends and he's just doing like shit every <laughs> every kid does like it's just it's super fun and like the ending almost cried i didn't cry but almost cried because it's such a perfect like the perfect ending shot the ending sequence it's all one take kind of thing it's a great fucking movie and it, literally one of the greatest movies i've ever seen like it blew me away like i i'm always glad like if there's, like, a movie that's so, like, renowned and seen as one of the best movies of all time, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is, like, even if it's foreign, like, this is one of the best movies or one of the best directors, whatever, like, and I've never seen it, I kind of, like, put time aside to, like, watch it and really, like, prepare myself, but, like, this was one I didn't prepare myself, and I watched it, and I was, like, holy shit, and then I found out, like, oh, this is known as one of the best movies ever, like, kind of mm. thing, but I'm only, I was only watching this to... Because I was watching a lot of French New Wave movies. And, like, people... I, I got in a... Not an argument, but I kind of, like... Someone told me, like, how much they love, like, sequels to movies. And you guys know how much I hate sequels to movies. Mm-hmm. And then I was just, like, sequels are... Un- I told the guy, and I was like, uh, sequels are unnecessary. Like, they don't need to be done. I think a director should just tell their fucking story and get it over with and let everybody watch it. Which is how a movie is like supposed to be but like when people are like oh fucking die hard five and you know what i mean and it's like does that need to happen very few sequels aren't even good and he, and then he was telling me he was like some of the best movies of all time are are sequels and, I, and he was just like terminator 2 sister act 2 godfather 2 and he was like saying all these great movies i'm like yeah i'm not saying all sequels are bad but most are. i'm saying that they're not necessary because I think you should just, like, break down. Like, if you have a movie that's, like, five, that would be six hours or five hours long, fucking cut your script in half. or Like, take out shit that needs to be taken out and put out your, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. like, with The Godfather, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Or with Kill Bill, that makes sense kind of thing. But, like, for me, you have, you, when I was talking to the guy, I was just like, I'll let you have that, bro. Because I could have went off about these movies, like the 400 Blows and the Samurai Mm -hmm. and Breathless and Shadows and shit. And like all of these older directors that are influencing directors now. You know what I mean? And like just the fact that he's like saying, oh, like sequels are the shit kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, there's some of them can be cool, but it's just like to me, I just view movies differently. I just Mm -hmm. think like. It's an art form. It's not supposed to be, like, taken... To me, it's not supposed to be taken lightly. You know what I mean? To, mm-hmm. For people to, like, disrespect it. You know what I mean? Or, like, when people talk during a movie or or check their phone. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of pisses me off, like, in the movie theater. Like, there was one... Like, when I watched The Green Knight for the first time, there was uh, some girl... I was sitting, like, near the top, and there was some girl at the bottom that was, like, on her phone. Like, for, like, like a time? minute like straight and then would put it away and then like 20 minutes later would pull it back up and be like sending text 
That's what that is. And I'm like, these fucking people like are just on their phone during a movie, or like these people whisper during a movie. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like we're in a movie. Like turn your phone on airplane mode and mm-hmm. shut the fuck up for like two hours. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't believe in like just taking watching a movie especially for the first time like taking that shit lightly you know what i mean like you're supposed to consume it and you're supposed to be like immersed into it especially like in the theater like that's the one place like not there right like turn your shit off and and and, but there was this one funny moment where i watched blue bayou in, in theaters where it was like towards the end i think it was like in the last like third act it was like one of the quiet moments, so like a transition during a scene. Mm-hmm. And um, there, were, I was, it was me, and then it was like the Green Knight situation. It was late, and it was only me in the theater. And then a couple came in and sat like two, three rows behind me. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was quiet during the movie. And then I heard the girl whisper to her boyfriend and say, "This movie is really good." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. But to me, I was like, it is really good. Like, this is a great movie. <laughs> you wanted to turn around. Yeah, I was like, like yeah, oh, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> but, like, shit like that is, like, cool when it's, like, one little, like, sentence. But when people are like. Right. And then They're like, they check their phone. I want to clean up tomorrow popcorn. Do you want anything? Hey, I'm going to use the restroom. Okay, I'll be right back. Just stay right here. Like, kind of, it's like, shut the fuck up. I want the soda. <laughs> I wanted some, too. And then it's like. I don't know. Like, I just get really mad. Super easy. You gotta learn how to use hand signals. Me and Amanda be like... Yeah, you gotta have that shit on point. Right. Like, I don't don't know. But, like, when people... Because for me, like, I can't even take comedy seriously. Like, when I talk about Pineapple Express, I talk about how fucking actually really good that movie is. And how, like, they they break that movie down to, like, the science of, like, you have to watch it when you're high. Because when you watch Pineapple Express... It's the ultimate high movie. Like that's like mm. Seth Rogen and James Franco and like all them, that whole camp like figured it out to make the perfect stoner movie. You know what I mean? Right. And so I, that's what I like. Even when it, I view a because comedy. Because it only makes sense. Because <laughs> yeah. when you view it, because when you really think about Pineapple Express, that's the stupidest movie right. ever. You know what I mean? It's such Very a. Few people who haven't smoked weed think that movie is funny. They're like, I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, you just. Yeah. All right. When he was in the car, he was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Because the certain reactions yeah. that character has, that Seth Rogen plays, the certain reactions. Those reaction are real. Is, is Re- when you're high, you would <laughs> react just like that. He's like, I shouldn't be on that. <laughs> <laughs> then he just throws up because he's just, his body just can't, like, he just can't. He can't get the fucking that, uh, Craig Robinson comes in and puts his hands in that macaroni. That part is the funniest. They're still here. <laughs> it's still warm. He's just Sticks his hand into the food. And when like, he, what are you doing? I love it when he uh, uh, sits down on the couch and he picks up the joint. And then his partner is like, oh, it's not really my style. And he's like, you ain't got no style, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that I love. Are you wearing British nights? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, oh my God, I love that movie. Me and fucking Josh would quote that movie all the time while we're playing like Saints Row 2. We're like, you just got killed by Daewoo Lanos, motherfucker. <laughs> But um, yeah, <laughs> I love that movie so much. What's but, up, gangsters? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> when he comes out the fire, he's oh, like, "Hi guys." <laughs> <laughs> what else did I watch? I can't remember. 
I, I fucking suck at remembering what I watch. And I have... Because you watch so many. That's why I thank God Letterboxd exists, because, like, I would not remember all the movies. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I did watch that. Right. We're I still be- trying to get sponsored, by the way, Letterboxd. Oh, yeah, shout out Letterboxd. When... <laughs> <laughs> When's that going to happen? We're going to keep going, though. We got to... I got to keep fucking uh, shouting them out. Mm-hmm. I got to keep mentioning them, because it'll happen. Because then people will go back to episode one, or not episode one. I think I started talking about them like episode six or seven. But like, they'll go back to the early episodes and they'll be like, oh shit, they've been talking about Letterboxd mm-hmm. kind of thing. But just wait on it. It'll, it'll happen. Um, Free Fire, another big inspo for what I'm trying to do. Free Fire is a fucking... Honestly, you guys should watch it. It's on Netflix. I recommend this movie to a few people now. Uh, Free Fire. Mm-hmm. It's about... It's literally my shit. You know what I mean? Look, a crime drama set in 1970s Boston <laughs> <laughs> about a about a gun sale which goes wrong. Tell me that's not right. like Nate. it could easily say directed by Nate. Right? Like that's my shit right that there. That is hilarious. With, I like seeing when people like I know people be like, "Oh, you got these big name stars." I'm like People like Brie Larson and fucking... Like Army like, Hammer. Marvel people. They did a lot of, like, indie shit before they became... Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like, she did. She does shit. Like, oh, you brought up Marvel. Fucking eyebrow actor kid. You know what I'm talking about? Eyebrow actor kid. He looks like the Sid from Toy Story. Oh, eyebrow actor kid. Everybody knows yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... Guess kid. who he's playing? Marvel got casted. Fucking Adam Warlock. He's playing Adam Warlock, the guy, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Why did you put eyebrow, eyebrow actor? And he pops up. Will Poulter. Oh Will Poulter, my that's gosh. His name. That is hilarious. Yeah, click on Will Poulter. That's why. This picture right here. Yeah, look at him, dude. <laughs> if uh, anybody listening, go on Google and type eyebrow actor. First thing that pops up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Google, if you go, yeah, Adam or Will Poulter and Google Adam Warlock. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there we go. Oh, it's right there. What does it say? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will Will Poulter to play Adam Warlock in next installment of Marvel franchise. That would be cool. He's grown now. I always view him as a kid. Yeah. But yeah. like he's and the guy who got his balls bit on uh I want to Yeah, I was like oh. I want to say RV, but that's not it. RV with Robin Williams. Mhm. Um no, we're the Millers. We're, we're the, the Millers. Millers. That's what it's called. That's that what it's movie called. is hilarious. People don't talk about that movie. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Hilarious. He's super underrated, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Will Poulter, you brought up Marvel. That I. That's pretty cool, man. Adam Warlock is dope too. Yeah, the whole end credit scene, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, was super dope. We're like, oh, we'll name him Adam. Have you been watching What If? No. I've been watching anything Marvel or Disney, which fail. I, <laughs> um, what else? Letterbox, Free Fire. Fucking love that movie. <clears throat> I can't get enough of it. I watch. That's like my go-to on Netflix. Like if I have, really? if I'm just bored, like if I'm cleaning my room or mm. fucking whatever, that's on. It's either that or Good Time. Like I'm fucking thank God it's just still on Netflix. <laughs> you can watch Good Time just like background music. Oh, do you guys want to hear something? This is almost embarrassing to oh shit. This is almost embarrassing to admit. There we go. This is almost embarrassing to admit, but 
there was this one time. I'm oh, fuck. I'm so scared <laughs> to say this out loud, but it has to do with good time. Okay. So there was this one time that I was at my job, and this was a while ago. I think it was like last year. It was like a year ago. So it was a right. while ago. At my job. Like you don't fucking know me no more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a. Uh, there was this one time where I, I I have Netflix on my phone and I put on Good Time and I had my AirPods on and I just listened to Good Time at work. That's weird. Is that weird? Yeah, that's weird. Tell me about it, Minda. I thought you were like doing other things. Jerking off to it? Not no. like to it, but like about it. <laughs> 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 and then the first thing I thought, I was like, what, you got a crush on somebody? Right. Oh, no, just like, like oh, fucking good time. That'd be weird. But like. I mean, listening to it without watching it is pretty uh, weird, dude. I was listening to it. And that's probably because you can, you've seen it so many times. You're you know, it. yeah, you're watching it in your I'm mind. I'm like, this is the time. Because I tried doing it with Uncut Gems, but it didn't work. Because that movie's too long. That's like two hours, 14 minutes. And I think doesn't feel like it. Good time is one hour thirty nine minutes. I'm pretty sure I'm spot on with those time <laughs> limits right there. But um, it's either uh, yeah, good time is like an hour thirty nine, and it's easily consumable. And that's mm-hmm. my shit. Like hour and a half, like it's super. Like I always say, like pulpy shit. Like mm-hmm. anything that you could just get it done, and like easy to consume, and it's you'll just remember it and be like, yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Like. How I view it is, like, when I make movies, it has to be, like, either from hour 30 to, like, maybe hour 45 is pushing it. Because it's just, like, I don't want to waste anybody's time. I just want to fucking show you my movie and I'll get out right. of your way. Kind of thing. It was, like, when music got cut down from, like, five minutes, 30 seconds to, like, You got, like, minutes, two minutes. seconds. <laughs> because you listen, to, right. you listen to old songs and it's, like, a six-minute song. I mean, Kanye sometimes does that, but, like, now, like, hip-hop... Like, you got, like, two minutes. Old Dr. Dre songs, you're like, Christ, nigga, Warren G is still This is, like, the fifth hook. This nigga is still rapping. What happened? This is a drive. We're on a drive we're right on, We're cruising. Right. Right. And that's how I got into Stevie Wonder, because I fuck with, like, long songs, you know? And so, like, listening to it, like, while you're driving is, like, the best. It's the best way to listen to Stevie right, Wonder, right. in my opinion. But where the fuck are we going? <laughs> but, um, because he has, like, a whole album and every song is, like, nine minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that. But, um, what, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, hour and a half. Yeah, I was listening to Good Time now in my AirPods. Like, I locked the my phone. I locked my phone and I was just listening to it. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was at work. And so I was just kind of like hearing like the dialogue. And it, it was mainly for this. I don't know if this will make sense, but it was mainly for like studying it in a way. Like, I, I guess it has to do with pacing. Okay. But it's like, I, cause I, it's really hard for me to like zoom out that much to where like, this is a scene. You know what I mean? Especially when I'm watching it. Like usually I just kind of let it flow yeah. and like just watch the movie. But, like, there's certain movies where I'm just, like, I have to pay attention to the pacing of this. How long is this scene? Mm-hmm. How long is this shot? You know what I mean? Until they cut to a different side or whatever. Mm-hmm. But with Good Time, it's really easy for me to do it because, one, it's my favorite movie of all time. And, like, me making movies, that's always going to be the inspiration. Yeah. So it's, like, that'll be that seed will be in every single thing I ever do. Like, whether it's graphic design or, you know, fucking what I wear. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. 
it always has to be just something connects to it. But with good time, when I see how long a certain frame is or how long a certain scene is or like, Mm -hmm. oh, they spent this much time in this area. You know what I mean? Like maybe they got kicked out. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like of the like, oh, you can't record here or, or whatever. But it's like just certain shit I think about is like. But especially listening to it, I'm just like, okay, this is where the score starts. And then the climax of that song hits, you know, two minutes later. Yeah. And like at a certain part of the scene. So, like, part, yeah. so I just like listening to it really helps with like the dialogue delivery. And like it's kind of like they they go back and forth, back and forth. And it's like, okay, on to the next location mm-hmm. kind of thing. But like listening to it really helps. But, like, I don't think I could do that to any other movie. I don't think I could listen to fucking Taxi Driver. Like, <laughs> I can't do that. Like, Good Time is just such what I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's some podcasts that I, I can't listen to without watching because it's just part of. Mm-hmm. There's a, yeah, um, I forgot what it was. There's a there's a couple podcasts where it's like I have to watch it. Bad friends for sure. Yeah, bad friends. Dude, have there's to see. There's times there were, like during the pandemic, it would be every single Monday. Me and mom would just sit down and be like, oh, new bad friends, and we would sit down mm. for an hour, an hour and a half. Hilarious. And me and mom would be dying. <laughs> and like the podcast just came out mm. like an hour ago, and it'd be like fucking eleven in the morning, <laughs> and we'll just be watching bad friends, and then Tiger Belly too. Me and mom were obsessed with Bobby Lee all 2020. Mm-hmm. Like, I even bought her a shirt. I bought her a, the Tiger Belly uh, merch mm-hmm. for her birthday, I think. It was either her birthday or Christmas, some shit. But, or it might have been just a gift. It I might don't have know. been Mother's Day or I something. Think y'all would get him because he's a film snob like you. Like, mm-hmm. really, I didn't know how much of a snob he was. He's actually like, mm-hmm. he'd be like, oh, yeah, she won an Oscar for this. Yeah, he, I noticed that when he talked about. Uh, when he, the way he talked about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I forgot what episode it was, but I remember him talking like about Nate? it. No, <laughs> I Nate. The way he talked about it. When he said, when they were talking about it, and because and, I remember Santino didn't agree, but Bobby Lee was like, oh, it's a masterpiece. And I'm like, okay, he gets it. Like, he knows. Though I think what me and Bobby Lee, like, maybe have in common is, like, we both watch movies the same. Mm-hmm. Like, the certain things we see and the certain things we like. Or is like the and and also funny thing we were talking about Taxi Driver. He talks about that's his yeah, golden yeah, standard too, and like that's just how it's just. I think it is just certain interests. Like there's, I think within film snobs, there's different kind of like film snobs. Like yeah, yeah. For, for sure. me, like there's some that are just way too out there that like I can maybe watch, but there's some like for me, everyone loves like David Lynch, but I. His shit is just a little too weird for me. Like he made, um, like Blue Velvet and Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive, fucking Twin Peaks and shit. Twin Peaks, okay. Eraserhead's like his most famous one, but Eraserhead I just can't do. I don't know what it is. It is too. The pacing of it is so weird. Oh, Eraserhead. Uh, I mean, all of his movies are known to be just weird <laughs> as fuck. But I don't like, know any of these movies. really? Those are all, like, weird, like, shorts or documentaries or some shit. But, like, Mulholland Drive is really good. Blue Velvet's really good. Elephant Man is great. But, like, Eraserhead and Lost Highway and shit, I can't do. Just because, I don't know. 
it's too weird for me. Mm-hmm. I, it's not even weird. It's just like it's a mixture of all the things I don't like. Yeah. Like it's too it's slow and like I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's just what it's about. I just, yeah. I just, it's just a com- bad comedy. Not for me, I guess. But I know people love it. <laughs> but, um, but people love weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain movies. The yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> like uh, it doesn't make sense. It, but it's not his fault. Is because the it was it was all the production company. They had they like rushed them. Because it's a super complicated story. Like, obviously, it's from a book, but, like, it's hard to do that, you know? Especially such a complicated, like, Lord, this was, like, before Star Wars, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. had to include, like, you had to introduce people to a world. Right. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's it's super, Dune was not that good. I'm, speaking of Dune, it's coming out two weeks. Like, not this uh, weekend, but next weekend. Really? I'm seeing that shit. In IMAX. <laughs> I already bought the tickets. I'm fucking there. You guys are probably watching on HBO, yeah? Mm-hmm. HBO original. Or not HBO original, but HBO, uh, what do you call it? The Max. day day on date or whatever people call it. But it's going to be available on HBO Max same day. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I mean, you guys probably will. You guys watch it, and I'll see it in theaters, and we'll fucking record yeah. and see how that goes. <laughs> because I've heard great things like from people who went to the film festivals. Mm-hmm. They say, like... It's Denis Villeneuve, like, going crazy. Like, beyond Blade Runner 2049. Like, it's, like, world building to a whole nother level. And that's why I look forward to is, like... Because I know Hans Zimmer did the score. Yeah, year 10,000, that's mm-hmm. not cool. Everybody always does, like, oh, it's the year 2080. Or, right. or like, 3,000. 2050. No, the year 10,000? <laughs> We're still alive? Yeah, we haven't gotten blown up. Right. Yeah, we're like, still human. Yeah, like, like technology, like it's so far in the future. Like technology isn't a thing anymore. Like that's mm, we are technology <laughs> at that yeah, point. Like you just y'all are synonymous. Like they're talking about a whole nother planet. Everybody's like, Lucy. You're talking about <laughs> time travel substance. Like fucking time travel is just like yeah, man. That's yeah. The fuck we, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just went back in time last mm-hmm. night. Like, kind of thing. like, duh, I went with those idiots at the White House in the 60s, man. <laughs> Stupid fucks. Right. <laughs> or them 2020 people. <laughs> yeah, I went out there with my fucking Tic Tac, and I scared the shit out of those guys. <laughs> that's why really, everybody thinks those things were the fucking the, the UFO that the Navy is, like, mm-hmm. saying exists. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, they think they're just, like, humans from the future. Just like, yeah, man, I want to see. I think so. Like, what's going on? What y'all doing? Why not? Do you hear about... I'm I'm sure everybody has. Who Whoever goes down a rabbit hole of time travel theories has seen this, but, like, it was the the Tyson-Holyfield fight, and you see the guy with the... Yes! With the camera, the phone. With the camera phone. And it was, like, people were like, what the fuck is he holding? Because it is weird. What it he, is super... It's so small. Look up, look up the picture. It's so fucking small. Look up Tyson-Holyfield time travel or some shit like that something along those lines <laughs> images yeah where is that oh yeah it's right there it has a yeah, flash yeah. and everything yeah click on that yeah look at that Minda is it like a galaxy yeah that's they said this thing what is that like a weird Polaroid yeah some kind of camera that they made back then 
I don't fucking believe it. Uh, that that look, looks like a fucking phone. That looks like a. That's a camera. That's a flash right there. Can you see the guy's face? No. Yeah, because look, if you look at that picture that you're on, and then look at the device they're showing, doesn't really look the same. Mm. Listen, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying that. And guy they're looks saying. A tad Chinese. <laughs> They're saying uh, they might have beat us. And the guy who parachuted into the fight. Yeah, they're saying that might be it has be to do with it. Too, they're like, what? Really? It it was I know. I I don't know. There's weird time traveling shit that I feel like I mean if anyone's listening I mean we are recording this. Mm-hmm. We did just talk about time travel last episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh this will be um it's cool doing this podcast because, I mean, I haven't done it yet, but, like, going back to, like, the first episode, second mm-hmm. episode, third episode, it'll be interesting. I haven't done it yet. I'm scared to. But um, going back to, like, episode f- three or four, that'll be weird. Because we weren't, like, fully on <laughs> movies yet. You know what That's I mean? That's true. We were still kind of, like... Just kind of lounging, yeah. yeah. Like, hot what, topics what, what of the week. Did, what movie did you watch this week? Yeah, I think that was the format. Yeah. But now it's, like, full on. Like full, mm-hmm. like that's what people like know it as now. Mm-hmm. Which I'm so glad. Which I'm afraid that wasn't gonna catch on. I mean, I'm afraid that this <laughs> we weren't gonna do it anymore. I didn't think we would make it to episode 27. <laughs> really? I, I mean, I thought we would be like, yeah, this is fun, and then episode nine will be like, yeah, yeah no. Nah. Awesome. <laughs> like, we can't do this every week. We're gonna be like, nah, we doing this this week. No, it's this shit is fun. That's a motherfucking mm-hmm. time travel. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Give a shit. But I, I, I almost didn't. We all, I mean, for me, like, I thought we weren't going to record today after, like, before what, just, mm-hmm. what, we're, what I was going through. But, like, it's fun doing this. This is almost, like, therapeutic, you know? Yeah. In a, in a way. Like, just, I like Rob said it before, like, something to, like, we look forward to, like, coming together and just talking about movies. Like, mm-hmm. it's just the most, like, simple thing. Because we do that shit anyway, you know what right. I mean? Like, and that's why I wanted to make this podcast is because everybody, it like I guess the whole tagline to this podcast is from the saying, it's like that one movie. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that everybody says that, like just make a podcast about movies and like connect it to like real world shit. You know what Super I mean? Super easy. That's why I don't understand people who watch movies and they like don't take anything from it. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, do you not mm-hmm. see the fucking parallels? Like, right. just in life in general, you can right. find one parallel to life in this, any right. movie that you watch. You can the find life lesson. a lesson that you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, right. even fucking Pineapple Express is like, mm-hmm. oh shit, you're and, friends. And right. that's why you're s- unlikely, homie, <laughs> that you got your ride or die. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of movies that become your friend, even though you yeah. don't them. Too. Right. And you it's, know what movie that just happened? Uh, that movie that came out on Hulu with John Cena and Lil Rail. Fucking, uh... You've, that does not vacation, even sound... vacation, friends, vacation, yeah. something? I thought like that, that movie was going to be awful. This sounds awful. I thought it was going to be... I thought... That doesn't sound like a... That doesn't sound like a real movie, dude. It doesn't. Lil it, Rel and John Cena in a Hulu movie? It is so funny. I was like, oh, this shit is like... John Cena is kind of like... Acting? Not even acting. I like him in funny movies. Oh, he's doing like personality, like he's yeah. being like cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he is. Uh, he's he was funny in uh, Blockers. The movie yeah. With the dad, when he was a dad and he didn't want his daughter to have sex. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Blockers? That shit is funny. I think we have it on. I he bear holes. Anyway. <laughs> 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 from neighbors. From neighbors. Oh my God. <laughs> 
not gonna say it. <laughs> Ike Barinholtz, dude, he's a fucking. He's so funny, dude. So funny. And now in the he's league, like not even trying. Mike the Body Jabiati. <laughs> he's not even fucking trying. I thought she was a ten. Now she's like an eight, maybe even a seven. But. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. And then when Brush is with his wife, yeah, he's like, like That's <laughs> the end of the episode. <laughs> I gotta start watching the league again, dude. Yeah, oh my gosh. Timing. It's insane, dude. It's up there with Always right. Sunny, dude. <laughs> Always Sunny and the league are definitely yeah. like. Right as far as because like, you know they're all friends. Yeah. Like, you're, a lot of it is just. A like, lot of it is just like, oh, we should do an episode yeah. about this. Like, it's like almost all improv. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I hate talking about other podcasts. But when Bobby and, and and Santino, they were talking about doing, like, your disaster survivors as a movie, like a sketch pitch. Like, they survived the Titanic. They survived the Hindenburg. They survived <laughs> yeah. the atomic bomb. And they just find themselves in these situations. <laughs> All the time. Like, dude, like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I was like... That is a hilarious Yeah, concept. That's hilarious. And, and that's, that's why podcasts are beautiful. That was... To, like, you just start to churn these... And that's and why I can't wait... For me, Titi, and the twins. Mm-hmm. Because these people listening are not ready right. for the dumbest conversation they will ever hear. Right. Like, I. That was Forrest Gump, though. He was just there. Oh, like, yeah. He was just there. He just kept showing in, up. In a way, he was just at every significant right. Right. fucking historical. The fucking Black Panthers. He was Vietnam. Nixon. He was a war hero. And he had no idea what was going on no. ever. He was like. You have to really use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and he was with John Lennon on the fucking Carson Daly. Yeah. Like, yeah, he just shows up on the stage. Fucking ping just, pong. Like, that, you know. Uh, speech in front of the national, like, millions of people. <laughs> like, what's fun. Like, another funny movie that was like that was Walk Hard. Yes. yes. How they made him, like. Literally, the script made him, like, the greatest artist mm-hmm. of all. Because I always thought about that, like, not thinking about walk, walk Hard, but, like, what if they made a movie about just someone that was the greatest artist of all time? And I thought about it, I was like, that, that was Walk Hard. Yeah. Like, he walk just hard. made every... Any kind of Pootie Tang. Have you, have you ever seen Pootie Tang? <laughs> that, but that was a... There was a thing where he goes... They were like... Hootie Tang is like the man. He's so cool. He don't have to use. It's the dumbest movie ever. But <laughs> yeah. he don't have to use words. So he's like, sign that kitty on the running kind. They be like, show you right. And it's like, it's kind of like a, a spoof of black exploitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but there's like, they're, they, he, they're like the hottest song on the radio right now is, and that's it. <laughs> so like every time Chris Rock announces it as the radio DJ or anybody announces it, they're like. And then people turn it on. You see people turn it up on the radio, and it's absolutely nothing. It's just silence. That, <laughs> it's just fucking It's silence. just ridiculous comment, like it, radical comment. It is, like, up there nonsensical. I, I think um, Walk Hard, because they made it, like, to where he was, like, a Johnny Cash, and then he was, like, a mix of the Beatles, and right. he was a mix of, like, Bob Dylan. Right. Like, he was just a... He turned into a hippie. Yeah, he's just all these different genres. He turns mm-hmm. into the Doors and turns into, and then it comes like, and they even played on that like real like life trope where it's like hip hop artists end up sampling them, mm-hmm. and like he ends up performing with the hip hop mm-hmm. group at the end. Yes, it is I was like, that's so yes. like they just 
checked off every I mean, single mm-hmm. thing. The whole not smelling thing was funny until 2020. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was that didn't age that well. That did not age well at all. You're like that shit actually isn't. <laughs> that shit is real. I still can't smell all the way. My smell is like 60. percent Me and Thede quote that shit all the time. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" He's like, "Wow, you're smoking reefer. reefer. You don't want a part of this shit." <laughs> and we, but we say that shit all the time. We're doing. What did they? They ended up doing. Uh, Molly. No, what's the gym? Viagra? Yeah, this is Viagra, dude. You don't want nothing to do with the name of like oldest shit. That was hilarious. <laughs> it was like every oh drug from gosh. the of what was bad. This is like, we're doing we're doing cocaine. <laughs> this that Heron, dude. We get called it Heron. <laughs> That's what they called it back then. <laughs> it was like this is reefer. It makes all your bad feelings turn into good feelings. <laughs> it's like that, dude. Who is that? Mm. That's he's in like every comedy name? movie. Uh, he's a legend. I don't know his name. He's, he's definitely an SNL like alumni. He's that guy. Yeah. I feel like he's and, in all of Adam Sandler's movies. And he's never like a main guy. He's just kind of Tim like, Meadows. What the fuck, man? I know. Tim Meadows. Yeah, this mm-hmm. dude is in. Every he's in every movie. funniest movie of all time. He's in Mean Girls. He was in Grown Ladies Ups. Ladies Man. I love that movie. That's the movie I was. I couldn't think of the name. Ladies of Man. What's that one with uh, Charlie Murphy? Oh no, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. Oh, uh, what? Undercover what Brother. Undercover Brother. Yes, that was around. They all came out around the yeah. same time. Undercover Brother, Pootie Tang, The Ladies Man. It was like this. That was a good Dave time Chappelle. Of, Early two thousand. Like this time of like. That's all. I think the. I think the cap of that was maybe like Soul Plane. That was definitely the end of it. That ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about how that. You know what's crazy is that a lot of people love that movie, but he said it did terribly. Like it definitely it gained bombed. like a cult. It's definitely yeah, a cult movie. Definitely I cult. Jumped onto that movie like. We had that on. Time. We had that on DVD. <laughs> I'm definitely a a, ch- a child of Happy Gilmore. Yes. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. I'm asking, man. I love Coneheads. Like. Oh my gosh, we were just talking about the other day. Not wait. What's the Happy Madison? That's his production company. Happy Madison. I'm definitely a child of Happy Madison. Oh my god, like. Happy so Madison what's the Productions. Movie Fucking. Because uh, my go-to is always a uh, Grandma's Boy. That Grandma's Boy for one of the funniest sure. movies. Oh, <laughs> he drops the fucking tray. He has a fucking banana on there. It's like, why do you have a fucking banana? That's the funniest <laughs> shit in the world to me. Because I, I was always pointed out every time I watched it. It was like, he has a banana. He's putting it in the oven. That's like, my favorite part of the movie. Garlic bread, fucking, just like random shit. I need to rewatch. Who the fuck doesn't have a microwave? Who the fuck doesn't have a microwave? That movie is so fucking funny. Oh my god! Oh my god! Strange Wilderness, dude. Changed my life. I love Strange Wilderness. These are all B-movies. The Animal. I remember me and my brother put 
uh, Uncle Jimbo on to Strange Wilderness, and he loved Strange Wilderness. Look at his teeth. Yeah. At the same time. Chuck and Larry, iconic. Rain over. Wait, rain over me was Happy we Madison. Just about click with Angelo. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's Grandma's boy right there. Dicky Roberts. I feel like Hilarious. he sleep on that movie so. I never seen that. I Dude, think. Whoa, well, wait. Dickie, click on it. Dicky Roberts is one of the funniest movies. I I quote that movie all the time. All the time. What's the one with Nick Swartzen? You said it was a terrible movie. Oh, my God. Dickie, uh, not Dickie Roberts. Bucky Larson. Bucky Larson. Oh, my That's God. That's what I thought when, uh... Bucky Larson. As soon as you, you said, um, about Strange Wilderness. Yeah. Oh, I've never felt that. And he has these like, <laughs> These buck teeth. You know what's funny? Is the entire movie, every time he meets somebody, they go, what the fuck is wrong with your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, what? They were like, what's your accent? They were like, what's your accent? And he was like, I don't have an accent. He's from like the Midwest. So he has like this, this oh, don't you know? <laughs> he had this and what accent. And he's like, what the fuck? Oh my god. god. There's like real porn stars in this movie. Oh, oh my god. gosh. Hilarious. Where are we at? This is over. I gotta show you some scenes. From he was like, What do you do? You use tweezers on that? Is that thing? Don Johnson? Like Miami Vice if Don you Johnson? Enjoyed this movie, then fuck you. Go up? Is that oh, yeah, that's Don yeah. Johnson for sure. Like the Miami Vice up top? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. in the movie a lot. He's like the main character. How the fuck did they get him in the movie? <laughs> that's wrong. That's I insane. I don't. I, people hated it. He was uh, a big daddy. Seriously. It makes fun of the porn industry. So it is just outrageous. It is. He's a Midwestern. Look at his fucking haircut. Look at his fucking haircut. Like, what are y'all expecting from these people with a haircut like that? Where are we at in the pod? We're at an hour 30. We should cut it. I'm. I just laughed my ass off right now. That was I needed that <laughs> shit. Oh my god! Oh my god! Episode that's episode uh twenty seven in the books. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, 
or 28th. Right. Next week, another Tim Burton movie. Yeah, Tim Burton. That's like Halloween, Halloween. That's like, this is Halloween, you know, type shit. Mm-hmm. So, get ready for that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Tim Burton, week mm-hmm. two, coming out. And uh, have a good Thursday. So, peace out, my people. Go subscribe to the Patreon. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you